today in the healthcare industry in the US, 80% of the information that we collect as an industry is never used. So think of that, right? 80% of the information that is collected is actually never used, which means inefficiency, opportunity for mistakes and errors, opportunities for fraud, right? Uh, so you have a lot of ways you can use a blockchain technology to bring the trust, to bring the immutability of the information. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the next big thing in health. I'm your co-host, Matt Isles. And I'm Laura Evans. The next big thing in health is brought to you by IBM. IBM has been transforming industries for over 100 years. That's why IBM Watson Health was created with the bold endeavor to transform health. IBM Watson Health is committed to helping build smarter health ecosystems. That means working with you to help you achieve simpler processes, better care insights, faster breakthroughs, and improved experiences for people around the world. Visit ibm.com backslash payer to learn how IBM Watson Health can help you accelerate change with data-driven solutions. Today, we're joined by Eric Passini. Global Vice President of Payer and Emerging Business Networks for IBM Watson Health, where he develops new business platforms and networks based on the latest innovative technologies. Before joining IBM, Eric was the Chief Executive Officer of Citizens Reserve, a blockchain technology startup providing a revolutionary global supply chain solution across various industries. Eric regularly speaks and writes on the business of blockchain, and he's been interviewed in major outlets like the Wall Street Journal, New York Times, Washington Post, Bloomberg Business Week and Forbes. So why don't we just go ahead and, and jump on in. And uh, you know, for those novices out there who might not be uh, super technology savvy, uh, maybe you could just start by explaining what blockchain is and, and how it works. Uh, yeah, I think we can, we can do a short version of that. Um, I'm sure you can go online and find a lot of very, very good information. Uh, but I think the short version from a business point of view is a blockchain is a new type of technology that is enabling us to do three things from a business point of view. One is a new way to record information. Uh, and, and, you know, in the past, we were recording information typically in databases. Uh, blockchain is a new way to record information. And the very unique way of that is that once the information is recorded, no one can change or remove the information, right? So the, the immutability of the blockchain is number one. The second piece that is very important is the ability to transact on a blockchain platform and exchange information or exchange value between two different parties without the need of a, a central authority, a third party, right? So high level, I can send data and send information to someone else without the need of a third party in the middle. And typically in financial services in particular, that's what we've been doing. We always used a bank, a credit card company, or, or some, uh, some kind of a, a third party to exchange value. So that's the second piece of the value of a blockchain. The, the third piece is what we call smart contracts. Uh, and smart contracts is neither smart, neither a contract, but we, we still call that smart contracts. Um, and the reason we call that smart contract is because it's really the automation of a business logic. And so because now we have a immutable ledger, which is number one, 
we have the ability to transact between individuals. Now we can also do some smart automation on the top of it, right? So for example, I'm gonna place an order and automatically when I receive the order, the payment is gonna move from my account to your account without the need of a third party. That's, that's what we, we would call a smart contract. I won't go into the technical details, but at the business level, this is why blockchain is so exciting. Let me ask you also, uh, Eric, you spent just to get, because it's always interesting to find out, you know, the, the, the journey through through career and, and kind of what brought you here full circle. Um, you spent more than 20 years working in banking and payment and supply chain management and life sciences. So what did you learn from those industries that you're now applying to your work in healthcare? How did it all come together for you now? Yeah. Uh, well, I think it's it's true. It's a it's a journey uh, as all of us. Um, but I think the journey is interesting because it's a it's a journey across industries and it's a journey across technologies. Um, and so when you look at it from a technology, pure technology point of view, um, you know when you think about cloud and all the innovation activities I've done across different dimensions. Uh, when you think about um, my uh, my financial background, I used to work in in banking, right? Um, all of that drove me to that notion of blockchain back in 2013 because it's a mix of technology and financial services and um, really in innovative play. So that's one dimension. I think the other dimension is from an industry point of view, um, when you move across industries, the interesting things you can do is you can connect dots between them and leverage what you've learned across, across, uh, across them. Uh, I would say the number one thing that um, is, is unique is that uh, all of them have some kind of regulatory framework you have to operate into. Um, and whether you're in banking, in insurance, in capital markets, or in healthcare, you do have a regulatory body to uh, comply to, uh, and it drives innovation if you do it the right way, right? The regulatory environment is uh, uh, something you have to comply to, but it's also some, an opportunity to do something different. And that's what's exciting. And then you move across industry, that's what you, you realize, you connect those dots. That's fascinating. It's always so interesting to hear about career journeys, but that's a, that's a, that's a very uh, important common theme that you identified uh, across different sectors and, and the regulatory element. So you laid out um, how blockchain works at a business level, and it was very clear about the three areas of immutability, the transactions and the smart contracts and automation. Maybe we could take it down to a healthcare level and mm -hmm. Uh, talk a little bit about you know how blockchain is involved with our healthcare system today. Yeah, and you have a, a lot of opportunities to use blockchain in healthcare um, across a lot of uh, dimensions, right? So in, in in healthcare, very high level, you have everything that has to do with the financial transactions, and then everything that has to do with the the data, the medical information, the exchange, right? So we exchange value, financial services, and we exchange data. If you place that in the context of blockchain, you can apply blockchain to both, to the financial flows and to the data flows. So maybe I'll give you examples on the type of projects we are working on in healthcare to make it tangible. Um, the, the first one that I'm, I, I, I was very excited when I joined IBM a little bit more than a year ago uh, is this notion of data exchange. Um, today in the healthcare industry in the US, 80% of the information that we collect as an industry is never used. So think of that, right? 80% of the information that is collected is actually never used, which means inefficiency, opportunity for mistakes and errors, opportunities for fraud, right? 
so you have a lot of ways you can use a blockchain technology to bring the trust, to bring the immutability of the information, but also to be able to share this information in a very different way with all the players, right? So the, this notion of data exchange at the industry level, at scale, is what blockchain can do for uh, for healthcare. That that would be that be a very good day when we reach that point. Uh, so that's one. I think the second one I'm going to use is a project we've been working on for uh, quite some time, and we are really excited about it. Uh, and it's called Digital Health Pass, which is the ability to demonstrate your your status, um, your health status, uh, with a, a, a QR code based on your medical information, your medical history. And we'll talk about that in a little bit, but this is very important in the context of the pandemic. Um, and then I can I can go on and on, but you have a lot of a lot of different ways to use it. Maybe one way that is to me bridging the gap between data and finance in healthcare is what we call bundled payments. And bundled payments is the ability to for an insurance company for a payer to say, um, I'm going to give you twenty five thousand dollars, you provider to do a knee surgery and I, I, want, I don't want to hear from you anymore, right? This is a one-time event, value-based care, one-time event, one-time payment. I don't want to hear anything about it. Obviously, that has a lot of data and financial flow associated with it. And, and we, what you can do is bundle all of that into a, a single smart contract. That's where blockchain comes in. And once the surgery is over and the patient is recovering, recovered in good condition, then the payment can be complete and you can automate all of that on a smart contract, right? But again, another example of how you connect data and finance using blockchain. Let me ask you about that 80% of information collected is never used because that's so fascinating. How yeah. far away are we from blockchain solving that issue? Is that far off in the future? Yeah, I don't think it's a blockchain only um, solution, right? I don't think you fix just with blockchain, which I think you're touching on a very important point, Laura, which is blockchain is just a new tool in your toolbox to fix issues and, 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 and generate revenue. It's not the only one. Okay. Um, so blockchain, artificial intelligence, which we do a lot of work on as well, um, leveraging clouds, leveraging um, machine learning, leveraging a lot of different technologies together will help us address that challenge about the 80%. How, how key is blockchain in that solution? Well, I, I've, I've been in blockchain for you know a long time. <laughs> I'm going to say it's key, it's central to it, right? Uh, uh, no, it, it is a very important piece because uh, what blockchain does, and very often we refer to blockchain as a trust layer. It's, a, it's an additional layer you create, not only from a technology point of view, but from a, a, a member, a client, a, con a consumer, a patient point of view, that you can trust this information now. And that trust layer is actually a, the, a, an, an amazing way to improve the, 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 the functioning of the industry and the trust that I would have in sharing information with a payer provider, right? I think that that is really important, that notion of trust. That's what blockchain brings.
Traditional payer business models are under pressure. IBM Watson Health believes that modernization, collaboration, and personalization are key to evolving your business. That's why IBM Watson Health supports health plans in their business transformation by helping them break down data silos, drive value-based arrangements, improve care management, and engage members with personalized experiences at every touch point. Visit ibm.com backslash payer to learn how IBM Watson Health can help you accelerate change with data-driven solutions. So let me zero in on this a little bit and get more specific. How, how can blockchain and blockchain-based solutions help push us forward in managing COVID-19? Yeah, so a lot of different ways. Um, but maybe I'll take uh, the example of what we are working on now, just right now, so make, to make it very tangible for uh, the people who are listening. Um, vaccines are going to become available very quickly. In a few weeks, we're going to have the first vaccination taking place. Uh, I think the UK is going to be the first country to get vaccinated at small scale, and then the US, and then many, many others. Um, the one challenge that we have is we've never done that before. Having a, a pandemic, de delivering a vaccine one year after the pandemic started uh, to you know billions of people, we've never done that before. And so what it means is you have many, many challenges uh, along the supply chain that are happening. The, the one challenge on the, at the beginning of the supply chain is how do you make sure that the vaccine is going to the right location, to the right individual at the right time, that we control the supply chain, that we, are, we don't lose too many of those uh, vaccine vials uh, in, in transportation because the temperature goes down, for example, or it goes up, I guess, too much, right? Um, how do you control that? And blockchain can help because you, what you can do is you can to generate an audit trail or of all the activities from the vaccine leaving the factory uh, all the way to the, the, the location where the vaccine is going to be delivered. And you can measure the temperature along the way and capture all the information into a blockchain platform, which again creates a trust uh, on supply chain. So that's the back end. And then on the front end, as you know, uh, the vaccines, most of them, the ones that we are aware of, at least for now, uh, are going to be delivered in two doses. Right? So you have to have first dose, you wait 21 days about, and then you get your second dose, then you wait a little bit more, and then finally you're immune. So what we are also doing uh, with many different parties is building the solution to say, once I got vaccinated, the first dose, I can demonstrate that I have been vaccinated. I'm going to extract information from the, my provider and from my provider system on my phone, and I can demonstrate that I've been vaccinated the first dose. So I can go to another place if I want to and get vaccinated with a second dose because I can show that I've been vaccinated the first time. And once I've done this, the, 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 the entire process, I can now demonstrate to anyone that I am being vaccinated and I can go back to work. I can go back to a stadium. I can go back to an airplane. I can go back to a concert, right? I can go back having fun with my friends, right? Because now we can demonstrate to each other that we've been vaccinated and go back to school, very, very important. And so that solution that we built, which is Digital Health Pass, is, is that solution. So that's, to us, that's super exciting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that is such a great example. And I just came from a call where I was uh, talking with government officials trying to think about these two doses and what happens for 
you know, people that might say live in the north and get their first dose, uh, you know, at a northern state, and then they, they exactly or else. How do you yeah. make sure that they can get the yeah. the appropriate vaccine? Because you need to get the same manufacturer's vaccine. That's a a really great example. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, with real important application, more more important than ever Very, yeah. uh, to us to us right now. You you just briefly mentioned um, digital health pass, and you know, as I was uh, doing a little work before uh, uh, we started here today, I was looking into the digital health pass um, that IBM uh, Watson Health recently launched. Really fascinating. Uh, maybe you could just talk a little bit more about digital health pass and how it could really help us manage. COVID-19 and, and maybe get back to some of the normal activities that you were uh, alluding to in yeah. your last answer. Yeah, so so Digital Health Pass is, is coming out of um, um, a long project within IBM uh, that we started before I joined IBM, uh, which is based on the realization that uh, individuals will have to be more in charge and more in control of the information uh, that they have uh, available in a lot of different places, right? And if you if you understand the scenario, my scenario, I was born in France, I live in the US, half of my immunization records are still in France, I don't even know where. And when I became a citizen, I had to be vaccinated again because we couldn't find my vaccination records, right? That's a good example of no one actually owns this information. And so it creates a lot of cost in the system and a lot of inefficiency. If I can collect this information on my phone and be in charge of that and decide when, with consent, when do I share this information with whom, that changes the entire dynamic. So we were working on that before the crisis. Um, and then suddenly the crisis starts and we say, well, you know, the first thing people are going to have to do is demonstrate their testing results uh, and demonstrate that this is still valid and this is not the test results of their brother or their wives, so they can travel again to Hawaii, for example. Uh, how do we do that? And we use that technology to do it. So that's what digital health pass today is. And again, I, I mentioned vaccination. We are now implementing health pass for the vaccination uh, activities ahead of the vaccine being available to us. Um, and and, and the, the, the huge value of that technology is you can now go to a stadium and you can say, yes, I have been vaccinated, but you don't have to share where you've been vaccinated, the type of vaccine you got. You don't have to share any medical information with that stadium. You just have to show them the QR code and the QR code is gonna say, yes, that person is valid and you can go into the stadium and be safe to the rest of the people in the stadium. That is to me what blockchain is about, but what the innovation is about. This is very revolutionary in my mind. If we can achieve that for the crisis and beyond, I think this is a brand new solution for, for, for all of us. Yeah, very interesting, very interesting. So uh, another stat that I found interesting, um, according to research from April of 2020 from Code Fuel, 84% of US adults say they are willing to share their health data. They're willing mm -hmm. to share their health data to deter the spread of COVID-19. 84%, that's pretty surprising. So as we start to look toward data sharing solutions to fight COVID, can you talk a little bit, Eric, about how IBM Watson is protecting members' privacy? Yeah, and so that's a great question. Thank you for asking, uh, because privacy has been at the core of all the solutions we built within Watson Health. And within IBM, I would say, right? Watson Health is just an example of that. Um, when we started working on digital health paths, we said the number one um, North Star, the only North Star that we had was 
the privacy of the individual is going to be paramount to everything that we do. So you will be as an individual in control of what you want to share. And sometimes you might say, I don't want to share, which means you cannot go back to the stadium, right? Mm -hmm. And that's fine, but it's your decision. Uh, you are going to decide that. Um, so I think it's, it's a, this, this notion of privacy is critical, and it's critical in two ways, because it's critical for just pure basic um, uh, human rights almost, right? But also for adoption. If you don't provide that sense of privacy, no one is going to, you know, maybe 84% say they won't. The reality is maybe 50% will. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but if you give them the opportunity to do that with consent, with a sense that their information is protected, you, I think you will get into the 90%. Mm -hmm. I, I don't have the data to support that, but that, that's what I would say because because now I control, right? I, I compare that a little bit to what's happening on social media where, you know, by default we were sharing information we didn't even know, and then suddenly we realized we are sharing too much, now we scale back, and the adoption of social network uh, has completely changed because, the because of the privacy concerns. So you still have people very comfortable sharing with a lot of, a lot of information, but many of us are not sharing as much as we used to. It, um, it's who holds control of that, ultimately. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's extremely important, and it's a it's a it's a shift of of of, of it, it's a really big shift to, to me at the individual level, right? It's very hard for some of us to say, I am going to be in charge of my medical information. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, 30 years from today, people are going to say, why were they thinking? Right. Why they didn't think it was important to be in charge of your own data? This data, by the way, is actually you. It's it's representing you. It's your it's your health, right? So, how come we are not more in control of that information, right? We but you mentioned the trust piece. I mean, that's that's a lot of building of trust over it time. Is. Yeah, it takes time. It takes time. And 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 I think it's also uh, um, if you if we provide if we provide as an industry the right tools to the individuals they will get there, they will get to that level of trust, right? Today, when, when you give them a piece of paper and you ask them to sign it in the doctor's office or when you give them some results on the piece of paper, I bet you five years later, that piece of paper is gone. No one knows where it is, right? If you, if you give them the sign that they own this information, they will take care of this information. Mm -hmm. This is so important and timely, Eric. It's been uh, wonderful for you to spend a little time with us here today. So the name of our podcast, of course, is The Next Big Thing in Health. So we have to ask all of our guests uh, this question. So from your perspective, what's the next big thing maybe in health technology and the next big thing in blockchain? Oh, you, you want both? Oh, wow. Okay. Sure. Uh, <laughs> so I think the next big thing in healthcare is a little bit along the line of what we talked about, which is uh, a shift in consumer expectation to own and be in charge of their medical information. Uh, I think another shift, uh, if you look at it outside of the consumer, is a dramatic increase of the efficiency of this industry. Um, and I think technology has a big play in, in, in this. And you know, the 80% we mentioned, we can talk about the number of faxes we are still using in this industry today. We can talk about a lot of inefficiencies we still have, uh, not, not just in the US, by the way, across the globe. Um, so I think technology has, has a huge uh, responsibility. I, I always say blockchain uh, gives us a responsibility to change the world. I think that's important to remember. Um, 
So that's, I think, I think maybe addressing both of your questions at the same time, right? The industry and blockchain. But I think specifically on blockchain, what's interesting is um, if I look at it from a technology point of view for a minute, you have a lot of innovation taking place all over the world across different segments. And um, by definition, innovation happens in silo, right? Uh, and so the next 10 years, we're going to see a, 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 um, a, an aggregation of that innovation and people are going to work even more together to bring that innovation to meaningful uh, activities such as the one we just we just discussed. So I'm I'm very hopeful. I'm very excited. Uh, we as IBM feel very responsible to change the world through technology. So I would I would I would finish with this. Eric, thank you very much. Very insightful. Thank you so much. That was great. Thank you. for tuning in to this episode of the next big thing in health brought to you by IBM. Traditional payer business models are under pressure. IBM Watson Health believes that modernization, collaboration, and personalization are key to evolving your business. That's why IBM Watson Health supports health plans in their business transformation by helping them break down data silos, drive value-based arrangements, improve care management, and engage members with personalized experiences at every touch point. Visit ibm.com backslash payer to learn how IBM Watson Health can help you accelerate change with data-driven solutions.